Hi, my name is Kimberly Fitton, her manifestation mentor, and I'm so excited to welcome you to season two of Manifesting 101, the podcast. You guys, new season, same start. Let's kick it off with 17 seconds of gratitude to get ourselves in alignment with the frequency. Uh, You might also call it good vibration, but I like to set it to the tune of great expectations, the frequency of heaven, just opening up your hearts to receive, but connecting with a thankful heart. A lot's going on in the world, always. There's always going to be a lot going on in the world. We can always give thanks. There's plenty to give thanks for. So let's do it. I, know there's a lot of talk I give thanks for uh, my comfy bed, the surroundings that have changed. Uh, I give thanks for my coworkers. I give thanks for connection with the divine and uh, commitment to living a better life. And I give thanks for the fact that I found a dope manicurist and a dope uh, pedicurist. That's what I'm going to say. And I also, lastly, but not least, and we're way over 17 seconds, I give thanks for my tenacity. Sis bought her own nail set, jail nail set, and lamp, and I gave myself a, a manicure for the first time. So now um, she ain't got to pay nobody to do it because her nails are the bomb. Yes, do you feel better? I hope your list is mixed of fun, silly, serious, thoughtful things to give thanks for. Be a little lighthearted. It's okay. If this is your first time listening, okay, hey, I'm going to say, hey, girl, because the audience is popping and female. The analytics are are amazing. I really love the fact that you can see the analytics and they show you who's watching, who's watching. I'm mixing it up with my Facebook and Instagram. Well, who's listening and what, where in the continent they're listening. Like that's so super dope. So hello to all the people in Belgium that are listening. Hello to the people in the UK that are listening. Hello to the people in India that are listening. Hello to the people in the islands that are listening. Hello to my United States of America listening group. And I just want to give you a shout out. Thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for manifesting. Thanks for getting your mind together. I've met so many wonderful people and heard so many wonderful things. I have really enjoyed my time away from the podcast and also I've really missed doing the podcast. A couple of times I had to like stop myself from um, getting ready to record. I wanted to give myself a break. A thousand things were happening at the same time and a thousand great things. So what are we going to talk about today? I know that's what you're thinking, but first I got to take care of some church announcements. (laughs) If you're not already doing so, you need to go follow um, Kimberly Fitton on all social media sites. The reason why is because there are announcements and opportunities. Um, I announced them here, but you can like get them on your feed. And if you're like, Kim, I don't have social media. I want to tell you right now, I am envious to a, to a point with that um, because the ability to just step away and do something else other than scroll 
and check and respond that that has to be an experience I don't even remember but I also there's a caveat to that I wouldn't have met so many extremely wonderful people and doing what I'm doing now um if I didn't log on to social media so it's a blessing and I bless that space and I bless you but if you don't have all of that social media stuff you do have the internet because <laughs> hello, you can go ahead and go to hermanifestationmentor.com and you can keep updated and you need to sign up for that email list that says what's new with Kimberly Fitton because I promise you, you don't want to miss what's coming up. A lot of you guys have been like, hey girl, you mentioned that push your manifestation uh, Facebook group. Yeah, I sure did. I surely did. So that's going to start here pretty soon. And you want to make sure that you are signed up. That's a subscription group, though. And I'll explain that when I talk about the importance of uh, seed sowing, the universal principle of sowing and uh, reaping, and the importance of planting a seed, even for information. I touched on it a little bit, but I really want to go in depth. This season, we're going to break down everything you ever wanted to know about manifesting. I've had heard your responses, and um, I'm developing content this season that's going to address all of the questions that you have about even where to start, how to do it, how do you know it's the right affirmation. Um, and then we're also going to go a little deeper. We're going to talk about Catherine Ponder's vacuum. I'm going to have some of my um, uh, mentees come on and share their stories with you and their testimonies so that you understand it's not just me you can put some real life to it right but the first challenge um, is going to start in a week and if I had my calendar open I could actually give you the exact date but you know me so sign up for that email list and then you'll get all the updates with all the dates and all the challenges so that subscription group is the bomb it's a push her to manifestation Facebook group. You can go ahead and search for it and um, apply for membership that way. Um, or you can just sign up for the What's New with Kimberly Fit and get that newsletter. Okay, now that that's over, you guys, so much has happened. I don't even know where to start. And of course, I've been manifesting all over the place, but that's not what I mean when I say so much has happened. I mean, just like manifesting in personal development. And, and having these eye-opening experiences. So I'm going to talk to you today about the importance of receiving. The funny thing is, if we are playing a game of catch, right? Let's say we're playing football uh, or whatever game, right? Let's just stick with catch. I throw the ball. I have something. I had something in my hand, right? The ball's in my hand. In order to throw it, I have to release it. And in order for you to catch it, your hands have to be open to receive. Right now, for those of us just starting the manifestation journey, this is a really key principle for you to know. And for those of us who um, have been manifesting and are feeling stuck, you need to remember this tool, this principle. And then for those of you that are manifesting monsters and you want bigger, you need to consistently apply this principle in order to receive more 
of the bounty that the God-made universe has for you. Now, you already know my job is to dispel legalism and religion and that poverty mindset that keeps us in the vein of thinking we got to jump through a thousand hoops to be great. You got to jump through a thousand hoops to get what is already yours. I believe in the Genesis 1 and 26 principle that says that we are God. And if we're God, we have the power of God. That's it. We are living manifestations of God on the earth. We are spirit beings having a human existence, like experience, right? We're having a human experience. We are power packed and full, full of unlimited potential power impact. So anything that would dissuade you, right? I'm going to take a a, um, page out of my friend Laura's book who says, right now you're in a container to learn. Anything that would create disbelief or cause you to question, I want you to picture it going into the other room, send it somewhere else, send it to the restroom, send it to the the back of the, wherever you are, send it to a different place, lock it up and come back, right? Come back into the moment. Even if you have to push pause on it, suspend your disbelief, as Sammy Ingram says, and check in for the moment, okay? So... Sowing and reaping is something that is normally said um, in the context of giving money, right? Um, you, you give this, you get this, right? You hear it when it comes to universal t- uh, principle of the tithe, which is 10% of your income. Now, whether you do 10% of your gross or net, there is no condemnation. Let, um, let every man be convinced in their own mind is what the Bible says when it comes to the things that are right and wrong, except for the things that you know are definitely wrong. Come on, guys. So, I'm not going to banter, you know, or go back and forth about whether you should tithe off your net or your gross. That's really none of my business, all right? And I don't want to skip around. I want to make sure that I'm very concise in this because it's super important. So we normally hear about sowing and reaping in the context of money. And then we really hear about sowing and reaping when someone wants to tell us about revenge or you're going to get it. You're going to reap what you sow. I remember growing up... um, my mom before she became liberated (laughs) and walking free in the things of the Lord when someone would do her wrong I would hear her talking and she's like that's okay because what she doesn't know is that she gonna reap what she sow God don't like ugly and so it sounded really good and churchy and awesome at the time but it is the antithesis of what Jesus talked about when he said operating in love so these are the ways that we hear sowing and reaping. Um, but I want to talk to you about the principle of, um, from a a point of harvest, right? The, the parable of the sower In the parable of the sower, their seed being um, thrown and it depends on what kind of ground, um, that it's being sown on, whether it takes root or not. And so when you're sowing, Um, you are sowing for the sole purpose for you to reap. So this false humility that says, I just give, I don't want anything in return. Stop it. You know what I mean? Yes, you do. Because if you gave and gave and gave and never got anything back in return, you would be complaining that 
the universe is against you. God got something against you. Everything always works out for everybody else but you. You give, you give, you give. Don't nobody else give to you. So every time something leaves your hand, you have to have an expectation that you're going to receive it back. Now, the caveat to that is you're always sowing and you're always reaping. So if you're gossiping, you're going to reap a gossip, right? You're going to be the, the subject of someone else's gossip. If you are rude, you're going to reap that. If you are shysty, you're going to reap that. And it's not God getting back at you. It's literally your character and integrity sowing seeds for you and you're getting back what you put in. All right. And I know for some of you that that's super freeing even right there. So there are things that you're always doing. You're always manifesting. Why are you always manifesting? Because you're always sowing and reaping. Why are you sowing and reaping? The mind works um, whether you are awake or not. You know that, right? And so your words that you've been speaking throughout the day are actually seeds going into ground. So I want to talk about the different ways that you can um, sow, right? So you have your time, you have your gift, you have your talents. And so you can sow, and you have your money, okay? <laughs> I don't want to leave that out. You got your money. So when you're, when you're really on a goal to um, manifest remember my the analogy i first started with right the example Think so in this game of catch you um have to have your hands open to receive and you gotta give something away right in order in order for it to be actually a, a game of catch right so a lot of us what we do is when we start manifesting we get money. I'm going to use the money example because that's what, what really holds us up. Honestly, it is. So let's say that you were manifesting $500. You get that. The law of 10 says that 10% of that has to go to the place that you're learning from. Now, some people are like, I go to church, so I'm going to put it there. Awesome. Do what you feel. I'm going to ask you, are you growing? Are you learning stuff there? I've already covered that in season one. You're learning, you're growing there. Absolutely give your tithes, go for it. If you're learning or growing from manifesting, the Manifesting 101 podcast, give there. You're growing, give there. If you are listening to someone on Facebook and they're just changing your life or Instagram or YouTube, give there. It has nothing to do with making them rich or anything. It is the fact that you are playing a game of catch consistently. And when you give, the universe is like, okay, cool. They got it. Their hands are open again. We can bless them with more. Now, there's also a, a, another aspect of giving. So there's a law of 10, which is the tithe. Then there is also like giving to the poor, which is the alms. Um, then seed sowing and trading. Trading is probably my favorite thing to do. I have seen some phenomenal things happen. So I do want to give this example. Um, and it didn't dawn on me till after it was over. But Iowa experienced this crazy hurricane. And if you don't know where Iowa is, it's smack dab in the middle of the state. Like in the middle of the country, right? In the United States. So there's Iowa. And there's really no water around it. You have the Mississippi here and there, but there's really no reason why Iowa should have experienced a hurricane, but we did. Um, I had moved two, two weeks 
prior to the hurricane coming. I had moved to a different city just 45 minutes away. My old house is occupied by people I love. They mean the world to me. Um, When this storm happened, I was able to drive from work, put the car in the garage, and I actually spent the time in the pantry because I do not have a basement. Um, And I had no idea the implications of how bad the storm was. I never lost power, and I didn't lose internet. In fact, when it was over, I got back and I finished some uh, work for the ministry stuff that I do, right? Um, and then I checked in on my goddaughter and her, and my godchildren, and and her and her children who are my godkids as well. And then my old student called me via Facebook and said, "Hey, Miss Fitton." <laughs> This is why it pays to be nice to your students, man. I'm telling you. She lives across the street from my old house. So, Miss Fitton, you probably should come up to Cedar Rapids. There's some damage. And so I drove there and I saw the city of Cedar Rapids like demolished. And when I get there to the house, the garage has been lifted up off the ground, right? Um, but the tree in the front split right down the middle and did not damage the house, just laid against it, the front of it. No damage on the inside, no damage to the roof, nothing at all. But the greater miracle to me, um, was the fact that at my new home, my neighborhood looked just fine. Now, my neighborhood, I, I wouldn't say like two blocks, right? The, the houses across the street from me and the houses behind me, all right? You would have thought we experienced no storm at all. But when I'm driving, as I'm driving to Cedar Rapids from where I live now, it's a hot mess. It was terrible. Like not even um, two blocks away, not even a block away, actually. There are trees all over the place. Look like somebody played a game of pickup sticks, right? And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm hearing stories from my coworkers, like power's out, um, the internet's out, and and nothing happened to my home. Um, now, I do want to preface what I'm about to say with this. I am not saying that anyone who got their house damaged or any of that was because they didn't do what I did. Okay or live how I live. I don't believe that it really works that way. I do believe that when you have the power of positive thinking, when you have the faith and the manifestation that it takes to manifest the way that I have manifested in my life, I don't think that that stops. I don't believe that that stops with a storm. I believe that good will come to me no matter what. And good will not only come to me, but those who I'm um, connected to as well. I fully, fully believe that. And so prior to um, my moving, I think actually the week that I moved, there was an event. I belonged to an organization and um, I was in... I was in prayer, and after I got done with prayer, I felt Holy Spirit leading me to write out the money that was coming in. This was two weeks prior to my moving, yeah. I write out the money that was coming in, and then, and I've never done this before, and then I heard him distinctly say, now, 
calculate how much the law of, of the law of 10 you would need to give to this organization. Plan for it. Now, all of the money that was coming in had not come in yet. So I was actually doing an act of faith and a manifestation technique, writing out all that I would earn and all that I would give. That happened the week that I was moving all of that, the week that I was to move, all of that money came in. When I tell you all of that money came in, all of it came in. And then I, you know, had that internal check that, that whole, the Holy Spirit was like, okay, give that money and gave me a specific amount. I gave it right. And it was, it was a large amount on the Monday after I moved, I was at an event for the organization via online. Right. And the opportunity to trade came up. Now, here's what trade is. And this is more than the law of 10, okay? Because you, can, you cannot give more than 10% for the law of 10. The law of 10 is giving 10%, right? So I'd already freed up my hands to receive by giving back to God the, the law of 10. And the law of 10, I don't know if you guys have heard season one, but it really is an insurance policy to make sure that the promises that are in the word of God concerning your property, your livelihood, uh, the people you love, it's an insurance policy. It's You pay insurance to make sure that all your stuff is protected and in case anything happens, you're covered, right? That's what the law of 10 basically does. Okay. And it actually honors those who are pouring into you, but you're honoring the God in them, the movement of the divine in them. It really has nothing to do with them. It's about your honor to the Lord for the constant pouring in um, to you that he's doing. So that's that in a, in, in a brief nutshell, right? So with trading though, that's above and beyond. With giving to the poor, that's above and beyond, also known as alms. With seed sowing, that's above and beyond. And let me give you an example. You already know what alms are, the giving to the poor and those in need. Seed sowing is if I walk up to someone and I say, you know what, here, I just want to plant a seed in you. Here's that. You know, I pay for their lunch or I buy their coffee. That's a, that's a mini seed. The great thing about a seed is, uh, the great thing about a seed, the law of 10, the tithe, also known as a tithe, and a trade is you're going to get so much more than you gave. Like it's going to be crazy the amount that you get. With the giving to the poor, you get exactly what you give out. Because it's a loan, you're paying it for God. So God pays you back the exact amount. And I've actually seen that happen. That's actually biblical as well. Um. So anyway, the thing I love about a trade is this is when you trade. So any information that you hear, so let's say you and I are talking and I tell you a story about how I get my BMW or I tell you the story about my $5,000 day, my first $5,000 day, you walk away listening to that story like, dang, I can't wait. I want to experience that $5,000 day. What you do is you trade on that story, that experience, and when you trade, what you're doing is saying, I'm putting a down payment on this experience and I expect to receive it. You can make a trade with a quarter and experience the same thing the person experienced. 
I normally do trading and ministry. So when I hear someone talking about the level of their prayer life, or I hear somebody talking about miracles that have happened, and I'm like, ooh, I want to experience that, or ooh, I want to see that, I trade it. I was at this one like um, uh, spiritual conference, and I saw people just throwing money on the floor when people were talking. They're like, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the, the teacher session, they would pick the money up and it would go in a basket. And I'm like, what are they doing? And they explained that they're trading. So anytime they heard something that they wanted to acquire for their life, they threw the money on the floor. And I saw pennies being thrown, quarters being thrown. Like it didn't matter because they knew that they wanted what they wanted to receive was worth more than what they were putting on the floor. So there's no floor for you to put on. Um, if you're listening to this, but if you hear an experience, you want that you trade on it because it's for you. So I was at the session and I got an amazing word, um, a prophetic word. And, um, it's what I, exactly what I needed to hear. It was a confirmation, right? But it's one of those moments where you're, you're in a season of like a dry spell where you're hearing from God and you're praying and you just need to know that you're doing the right thing. And so I really actually pulled on the spirit and I was like, listen, I'm gonna need to hear something tonight. And sure enough, like after I said that, then the person started prophesying and the accuracy was crazy. But afterwards there was an opportunity to trade on the word. And so I was listening, I was talking the Holy Spirit. I'm like, no, wait a minute. You already know I didn't like gave above and beyond. However, this was some bomb words. So you tell me the amount you want to give. So I started with, I started with 200 and I felt like it was like a pitch, right? I felt like the umpire was like shaking it off. Like the catcher was shaking it off. Nope. Pick another one. So then I put out another amount and I didn't, I felt I was getting closer, but I still felt it wasn't it. And then I heard the, uh, the, the amount that I was to give. And I said, listen, if you want me to give that amount, then you're going to have to actually let me hear someone else say it. And sure enough, just as I finished saying that the guy was like, look, I normally don't do this, but my wife and I are all are going to sew. And then of course trade the amount that I, that I knew. I was supposed to do. I did that. The very next week on a Monday as well, Hurricane Derecho happened and my neighborhood was untouched. My house was untouched. I lost nothing. That is the insurance policy for giving the amount, um, the law of 10, right? I saw that work for in my favor. I've seen it work time and time again. Um, and I trust that the universe is going to yield what I command it to yield. Again, referencing the power given to us in Genesis 1 and 26 in the 28th verse as well. And so this is why it's always good that your hands are light, that your hands are open. Once we get money, we have a tendency to want to hold on to it because we fear we're not going to get any more. And that is your poverty mindset working against you. The law of 10, the universal law of 10, the law of sowing and reaping, trading, seed sowing, giving alms to the poor, super important when you're manifesting. 
because it shows that you're not selfish. And I know this is not as an exciting topic for those who are new to it. Like this topic, the the giving thing is not exciting when you're early on and when you're in the early stages of your giving, um, of your manifestation journey. But baby, let me tell you, I get excited about giving because I know that it's for me. It's for me. It's going to benefit wherever it's going. But baby, it's not going to benefit that them more than it's going to benefit me. I'm no, I, I know I'm going to get it well over, above, and beyond. And so I get super excited about it. I, I am the first to give. It will leave my hand. I don't care. I don't care. Because I know that I can never outgive the God-made universe. I can never outgive the divine. I can never outgive Jaira. I can never outgive. So I'm going to receive exceeding and abundantly. And so I just want to encourage you when we're kicking off this second, you know, season, and I'm really expecting to hear even more testimonies and manifestation testimonies and awesome things happening. But your hands must be open in order to receive. And if you're holding tightly to things, you can't receive. So imagine that the universe has all of these gifts piled up and that you're stopping it because there's nowhere for the universe to dump the goodness. What are you hoarding? And so the activation for um, this segment is to really write a list of the things that you are hoarding and and what's really blocking you. When I first started my giving journey, it was hard because I grew up poor. I did not want to be poor. And every time I would get my paychecks and see how much I made, I would look at the 10% and be like, oh, but I could do this and I could do that. It wasn't the 10% that was making me poor. It was the 12 payday loans I had and the mismanagement of my money that was keeping me living paycheck to paycheck. And so I want to free you that when you write this list, I want you to also write down how you're spending your money. In this activation, when you write down how you're spending your money, I believe that there will be a revelation that shows you an an immense revelation that shows you how you are standing in your own way and that you have plenty even after the 10%. There are things that you're spending your money on that you don't need to spend your money on. And unwise spending is also a seed. Remember, your seed that's leaving your hand must be going into good ground. The ground must be fertile. Otherwise, the seed dies. Go ahead and look at the parable of the sower. If you are spending your money at fast food restaurants, it's not nutrients to the body. So the seed is dead. Yeah, I know. You're like, food, Kim? Absolutely. It's not limited to just um, money to people, right? You need to sow your, where are you spending your time? When you say, I don't have enough time to volunteer, I don't have enough time to give back, I don't have enough time to talk to people and be encouraging to them, 
okay, well, how, how often do you spend scrolling? Write that down. How much time do you spend watching TV? Listening to podcasts, even if it's not enriching your life, you don't need to listen to podcasts for four hours. You could be writing a card to encourage someone and then sending it off in the mail. That's a seed, you guys. What about your talents? Who could use your help that can't afford to pay someone else to do it, but you could do it for free and and it could be a seed? It's a menial task that means nothing to you, but huge to them. You know, you can actually manifest who you are supposed to help or sow into every day. I want us to really free ourselves from thinking about manifestation in the context of monetary um, or material things and think about manifesting all of the ways to be abundant. We have limited the definition of manifestation and it's so much more and we're, we're missing out. And so this season, we're really going to tackle it. And I cannot wait to hear the testimonies and the awesomeness um, that's going to come from it. If you want to shoot me a voice message, you know you can. This season, we're adding the voice messages to the episodes, um, to the podcast episodes, so that you can hear the listenership and you can hear the stories and you can hear the questions too. Um, drop me a line, but you can only do that using the Anchor app. So um, drop me a line or send me an email. I'll read those as well. I'm at info at KimberlyFitton.com. You can message me on social media platforms and you can do it that way. I just want you guys to be good to yourselves. I want you to be great. And I want you to allow the universe to participate in the game of catch with you. You have to throw it back, guys, in order to receive. Hey, Kimberly, it's Mary Wells here. It is um, July 23rd, and I just want to say your podcast is phenomenal, and I am sharing it with all of my friends. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye.